Hey everyone and welcome to the Nasty Pots podcast. Before we start, if you would like to find out more about how you can build and grow your business, head to the episode notes where you can find a direct link that connects you straight to my WhatsApp. Send me a message and ask me anything related to strategy, sales, mindset and growing your business. I would love to hear from you. And if you know anyone who needs to hear this episode, be sure to pass it forward. So let's dive in. Charlotte, welcome and thank you for joining me today. It's a pleasure to have you on. I'm really excited to be talking through what we're going to share today. Let's introduce who you are and what you do and we'll go from there with the conversation. Thanks ever so much for having me. So my name's Charlotte Carter. I'm a global high performance coach and I work to empower business owners and leaders to basically get out of their own way and excel in all of the areas of their life in a way that feels good for them. Amazing. And that, even there, like, I've got those cogs turning my head for, oh, yes, 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 business leaders, owners. And um, how do people get out of their own way? Let's really break that down and talk about the process and how you do that. Because I think just even before we came on this, we were saying about people saying what they want. It's that time of year where it's it's goals and it's the next year and let's do it. New strategy. And it's like, we all know as well, many people come the person that probably, I always use gym analogies, but hits the gym in January, good intentions, February, it's a, I'm out, I'm done. So how do we keep that momentum and that focus for people to actually stay on track when it's related to performance and business? I think one of the biggest things that I see in the field is the, the sort of like the, where people focus. So there's two areas. I'm massively here for people focusing on the bigger picture and the big expansion and all of the limitless possibilities. And people find that fairly easy to do. Some people find that easier to do because it's kind of like so far away from where they are. They want to get this amount of money or this amount of clients or this amount of freedom. And they find that piece easier. The other bit, so it's like the micro bit, the other bit is the macro bit about what are the actual steps that are going to get you to that massive, big, um, passionate goal that you're here for. And that's where I focus. So I focus on what are the th- things that actually are going to change in your life every half day that are going to allow you to get to where you've got to get to. And that's the big thing that in terms of building high performance habits is essential, but that's the bit that people miss out out because it can feel mundane and it can feel routine and it can feel boring and it can Mm -hmm. feel not getting there. And it doesn't feel as exciting as the big massive goal that they want to get to. So it's about redirecting the passion. Yeah, that, and, all, and all of that really resonates with, I guess, one, the work I do for myself and then two, the work I do with clients. And and I also spoke a bit about habits and high performance last week in, in getting your goals. Um, and it was interesting to see again the what was kind of resonating for people and what I was sharing. We spoke a lot about, again, like you mentioned, their focus is so important. The idea of the bigger picture as well, what you're working towards. And I spoke a lot about like who do you want to become? Like, what does that require? What do you need to be, do and have? And I, I think lots of those things I'm aware of from my coaching background. And it's interesting how I kind of dilute sometimes what I know, thinking that this is common knowledge. And it's like, it's not common knowledge. And and actually, sometimes the stuff we preach or we teach others is not what we can do well ourselves. And I think for business owners, that's a big thing. And when you're very driven and you're focused and you can see macro big and you know the the micro is exactly like you say what they need and that element like you say boredom that really rings true for me because I've definitely found this year has been tough and I remember August in particular I was like I'm bored <laughs> but that's where the growth happens what, what are your thoughts around that of boredom 
So I've had that a lot this year. I've had to work with my own coach on the regularity of consistency, not feeling boring. Yeah. Because a lot of high high performers and high achievers, they're here for big things for certain. And they like to tick things off and they like to achieve and they like to know what's the next thing is that they're going to achieve. When you actually put in the mix as an entrepreneur or a business owner, actually some of the stuff you're not going to keep achieving. You've got to get consistent in it and you've got to show up and you've got to keep saying the kind of same things in a different way. There's got you've got to find a different way of, of perceiving that mm. as a high performer. And that's mm. what I've got to work on for certain. An interesting thing for sharing that as well. You've had to work on it as well. What I guess that's clearly a big challenge for lots of business owners. Like we were saying, very driven and focused, and and, and big ideas of what we want. How do we overcome those challenges? Talk us through what you would work with on, with clients on that. So, in terms of that, there's a, there's a bit around the non-negotiables in life. Yeah. So some of the stuff that people resist is actually a non-negotiable of growing a business. Some things, tasks that they might not want to do because they, they bore them, they're actually just a, a part of the job. So once you realise and reframe that, they're non-negotiables. Where you want to get your kicks is at everything else. Mm-hmm. So get your non-negotiables in your calendar. Let's look at where you actually thrive and yeah. where you can get this adrenaline version for yourself so that when you do the boring things that you perceive as boring but are non-negotiable, you still get your kicks. Because it's when people don't get their kicks. What I mean by kicks is their, uh, where their passion rides through. Okay. If they don't have elements in their week where they're super passionate, then everything feels tough, it feels hard, and the non-negotiable slip for certain. Mm. I would find that if, if there's a week when I don't have interaction with someone more than just clients that's something for me because I find one of the biggest challenges going from the corporate world to my own business is the I'm a people person I need I need that engagement on offer people and I need that in communities I like an engagement um and I find that I have to intentionally then create those spaces and put myself into those worlds where there are people and I can have but also it's not just any you know it's conversations that stimulate me and I've, I've had to really drill down on like you said the non-negotiables like plan those in and consider what they look like in your calendar I've had to do that as well in business and thinking about like what are those spaces where are they like how often do I need those and what how do you stop them from becoming a a networking where it's then friends versus it's got an outcome as well but again to add another dynamic here is that it's not just for the sake of feeling like the busyness of oh, it feels good because I'm busy, and I'm, but you're not actually doing the right things. I think that's so much, humans are multi-layered. Yeah. So there's also making sure that you uh, tick all of the aspects of yourself. Yes. So, for example, I'm like a super, super deep thinker. Yes. So I have a network of super deep thinking people yeah. where I'm like, hey, do you want a coffee chat? And with an hour, we've like, you know, gone in a conversation that's super deep. I've got a lot out of it, so have they, and yeah. it's it's filled my cup in that way. I yeah. also have like a huge amount of energy and want the busyness of all of the people, so I have yeah. to have that piece as well. So it's just making sure the more self-aware you are about how you thrive and being able to and give yourself permission to have all these parts of your personality mm. and how you fit them in in a way that also gives you space. Mm. Because as high performers, the busy being busy phrase is quite common. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I love the point you make about self-awareness there. 
I think that's definitely an opportunity I see for most people. What, how do you think people could be more self-aware and what change would that bring to their, their business if they were? So one of the methods or my the method that I take people through when they work with me is called the flow method, high performance yeah. flow method. And the F stands for foundations to flourishing. Yes. And so in that, it's about what are your signature personal practices yeah. that are going to help you in movement, in stillness and in self-awareness. Yeah. And how can you create 30 minutes every single day that's going to benefit you in terms of groundedness as well as expansion mm. so they're the things that i teach on a fundamental foundational level and i think for so many high performers they might seem a bit boring mm. at first so it's like reframing them as actually these are your building blocks to go in wild success and once we've got these nails then we can get bigger and bigger and bigger but without these you're building your business on quicksand mm. and we're not going to be able to sustain the expansion or the rapid growth that I know all high performers can get if they mm. haven't got some of the foundations and self-awareness is a key part of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting because it's getting me thinking about in my business as well, there's a level and especially coming from being like leadership role being retail for so many years and that the, the pressure you can put on yourself and the expectation that I should have that or know that as well. And I, you know, I think working with a mindset coach I've had the last year she said you are very self-aware which is great for me to know but it's I I know that the one thing I do very differently to others is I work on that all the time and I'm I'm aware that I need to like it's not a done thing I'm never going to almost be there and it's tick box like I can be more self-aware all the time but I, I do look at other business owners and and strange actually my client was just asking me before this that you know like what are some of the strategies and things you've done over this year what you've done differently and things and I said you've got to be really self-aware as a business owner that um how you show up all the time and that again with the mindset work and and all of this as well like I was saying the high performance that it isn't just done you're constantly refining and working on yourself and I think that what I see in running businesses that's a very separate entity on its own you have to like you say I don't think enough people are aware of that in itself that this is a journey you have to go on all the time and then there's your business and I think that what I see a lot is people getting I spoke about this last week that lots of people fail in business because they can't manage their emotions in -hmm. business and you've got to have the ability to detach that you are not your business as such that it is its own entity and that sometimes then and likewise success and failure don't depict you know they're not true they're meaning to how you're showing up as well so it's um, and, and some of that is just like I said as well last week, like it doesn't mean you have all the answers now. And that's very frustrating for people. I probably and I find that quite hard is like we're talking high performance is that it's like, I want it now <laughs> and and the outcome and result. And you've got to have extreme patience to to let things be sometimes and not have the answers. I think that's huge. Yeah, part of um, what I teach in terms of ultimate high performance is unconditional trust with yourself. Yeah. On all the levels. Um, if you ever get there, I don't believe that everyone ever get everyone will get there for certain because it's a big place to be. But if you're every day focusing on trusting yourself, trusting the process, trusting the timing, trusting the people around you, trusting your intuition, if you focus so much on that, then everything builds from that place. Because if we had a life without self-doubt, we would be like wherever we wanted to be because we would just be stepping oh. into it. 
What do you notice about people that, as you said, like not sometimes everybody can make it? And I, I see that with clients as well sometimes. And I think that that's not necessarily, I can give them all the tools, tactics, strategies, like, but like, that's down to them as well. That doesn't sit everything with me. And that, but that's a hard process to go through as well, to understand that and, ex- and accept there's a lot of acceptance. I'm trying to do quite a lot of work myself at the moment with accepting things. Um, what are maybe some of the qualities or the personalities, the attributes that somebody has who tends to be a strong performer in in getting there as such? So in terms of high performance, I split it as a 40-40-20 game. Mm-hmm. 40% is mindset, 40% is your energy, and 20% is doing the thing. The ones that get there are the ones that focus the 80% on the inner game. And then once they've mastered that, then the action just goes. The ones that don't necessarily achieve it or achieve it and then if they fall by the wayside in a couple of years, have it the opposite way around. So they're 80% action and only 20% the inner game. So I think it's focusing on the inner work to unravel the person you've always been is the game changer. Mm. It's never external to yourself, ever. But the way society is and the way entrepreneurship is, for certain, is you're looking at everybody else because you look to see what they're doing and it's an element of comparisonitis and FOMO and all of those things that people go through for certain when they first come into the space. How can I can be better? Let's see what other people are doing. When actually, if you put a mirror up and worked out, how could I be better in my own inner game, in my own inner thoughts, in my energy, in my prioritisation of self, then you'd be able to unlock much more richness in life and then you get stuff done but it's not an easy it's not an easy journey no no and it, it resonates to me in thinking about where I talk a lot and it's something I'm working on this myself right now is like measures of success just beyond monetary and even and even just you know I say it's just but it helping clients like there has to be more measures of success and sometimes we know what's sexy and not sexy to sell and and, I'm, and it's just sometimes I say like you know strategy's not on why I'm doing things but you need this it's exactly like going to the gym and you want the abs but you need that nutrition plan and you need the training plan um and, and the same with like what we're sharing here and you've shared earlier on but it's um it's absolutely key to focus on that but it's it's very hard and I guess the question to you here is if somebody's sitting listening to this and thinking, well, how do I know if I'm there yet or what I need right now? Like, what would you say is the next step they need to take or the direction they need to go? So in terms of high performance, I always ask people three things. What's the three things that you can ask yourself today? How good do you feel? Mm. How good do you feel in yourself? And some high performers, in true honesty, find that question hard. Yeah. Because they're not in touch with their feelings, which is in high performance is emotional mastery on some level so that's a difficult question even though it sounds easy second question is how easy can it be Mm. so many high performers i think it's about 85 87 percent have this thread of it's got to be hard i've got to work hard play hard there's this hard element of their patterns and their limitations that really struggle with so how easy can it be is another question and then the third question which is linked to happiness and positive psychology is how much fun can i have yeah. So when I ask the people those questions or ask anybody or ask myself those questions, I'm like, okay, where am I making it hard? Where have I lost sight of the fun? Where's the heaviness? Where have I made it, you know, uh, just where I, I just don't feel aligned? And you start getting your answers. And they're the sort of, that's where I always start because it uncovers a different layer of understanding of where you are. 
So some people will see a pattern in they limit their happiness. Mm. Everything else is all right, but they're limiting the happiness, limiting their joy. And so that's, there's a fear around that. So that's where it will go. Some people have definitely got this, it's got to be hard pattern. And then mm. some people, it's definitely the emotions. Well, I, I don't know because I just feel kind of normal. I don't really know what I feel and it feels uncomfortable. So I don't want to go there. And linking back, that it starts with the awareness apps as, as a parallel foundation there. How does that build with high performance in terms of bringing the change? Because what you've said, so for examples there, so I fear success. That's one of my biggest things is because I don't fear failure. I feel uh, that it's I've had a level of success in my life where I looked to be successful and I should have felt it and everything and and I didn't. And then I think that that's the risk I see now is that it's like I don't doubt myself and what I can achieve. The fear of I'll get there and I'm not happy because that's what I had before and that pattern, that behavior and that you create that evidence for yourself mm-hmm. creates those self-sabotaging habits now. Um, and that's very hard to bring change to with it. Well, you need the awareness, but it's still very hard to bring the change to. Um, and so that's, I guess, the that's what's resonating with me in, in you sharing that. How do you go to then bring the change when you are aware of that status quo as such? So I always say to high performers that have got a fear of success and a pattern of behaviour that's they've had success and it's not brought them what they want, yeah. is there's a question around what well, what's the journey of inner peace and yeah. what's the journey of inner satisfaction? Because you're never going to achieve anything that's going to be glorious until you feel glorious inside. So mm. my goal personally is always inner peace for certain, whether I'm multi-six figure, seven figure, eight figure, whatever, my goal every single day is inner peace because that's the only thing I can mark myself with because everything else is transitory, transitionary and everything comes and goes. Mm. So understanding fear of success and what's the peace that you're still looking outside of yourself for in the mm. validation and how can you give it yourself? They're tough questions. <laughs> They're tough questions. They are, aren't they? They are tough questions. And it's so interesting because um they're questions that I've been through myself yes you know they're like I think that's what makes uh, you know part of the appeal of the people that I am inspired by and how I inspire people I guess is the realness you know this stuff isn't easy but they're questions that make big change and if you're here for big change like a lot of high performers are Mm. then this is stuff to work on but it's not always easy and not everyone will go down that route and I think that's a part, isn't it? Like you, you've got to want to do it and you can't make people do this side of things if, they, if they're not invested in it being, you know, like I get, that's my narrative as well, though, that sometimes I used to think like you work hard, you get things, but, and, and I have to challenge that at points. But I think you also need to be a realist in some things that they are, but it's the understanding of what is and what isn't, what you're making hard versus what is as well. Uh, and the way you then embrace that is absolutely key. It's funny as well, because I remember seeing some people uh, a year or so when I was in a mastermind and it was it tended to be more males than females but they'd sit with the mindset work and be like I don't need this and I was like I'd think in my head I was like you you do need this you're the exact person that does but it's um I do think it's a a, a process and a journey point where you have to understand what's out there to help you it's like if you don't know you don't know like we know that saying but also as you said, slow down to ask those questions. And I think what, when you just ask those there is that give your, like the trust in yourself, as you just said at the start, but the compassion to say like, I don't know yet as well. And that's okay. And I think there's 
so much societal pressures on you've got to do this you've got to do this you've got to know that and and I think that hinders a lot of people for growth of what they could really truly achieve it does on so many levels and I think the sort of struggle or the stretch for high performers is the stuff that I work with people on it's not in a tick box I can't just give people a list and it's like here you are do these 20 things and you're just going to fly yeah it's like we need to work together to unlock the 25,000 things that you've hidden to be able to create your pathway of what's going to work. So you can create your version of your tick list that's that's driven by you and nothing else. And that's one of the biggest barriers that I have to work with people on. It's not straightforward and you can't always get it all out until you give yourself permission to go, okay, this is where I am. This is my vulnerability piece. These are the pieces that I struggle with. My emotions are all over the place or these, this happens for me on a regular basis. And then that's where the, the growth is uh, on that as well what and i'm fascinated on this what is the one of the biggest challenges people find when they go on that journey in terms of because it's it's never going to be linear is it it's never going to be and, and probably as easy or as quick as somebody wants what's some of the or what one of the biggest challenges you find so the big one one of there's two the biggest one is why aren't i there yet which yeah. they may ask in the first, in the first question, the first call with me, why aren't I there yet? Well, we need to look at why you're not there yet. And we need to release that question. The second one is love, which is the L of my flow method. So love is at the heart of everything, human nature, human connection, and our relationship with ourselves. So the love in terms of the emotional part is the biggest piece that I work with people on. Mm. So is that the, that's the F and the L, right? Yeah, so yeah. So F is foundations and flourish, L is love, which is where we're looking at permission, deser- yeah. deserving, um, self-worth, acceptance, and ultimately it it goes into all the areas of their life. It's, it's the relationship with themselves, but the relationship with everything. And quite often for high performers, it's their relationship with their emotions. Yeah. Because yeah. they've been boxed up. Yeah. And, and where do you go on to with the OW? So the O is ownership. Yeah. We're not going to get anywhere unless people own their own stuff. Yeah. The light and dark of their personality. Um, this is all about getting vulnerable and this is all about speaking your truth. So standing by what is really what you believe. A lot yeah. of high performers don't do that. They do what they think is needed to get where they need to get to and they lose sight of who they really are. Um, and self-belief is built into the ownership piece. And then W is one of my favourites, is wonderment, which is where we go into this big expansion and blowing your own mind and your brilliance and let's look what's really possible and let's fly into the world mm. with all of the things that you've worked on to get yourself s- stable to build, mm. you know, your empire. Mm. Who's your particular ideal client? It's um, a great question. Um I have people who have certain personality traits Mm. because uh, so they've got to be an action taker. Yeah. Quite often they have have a thread where they haven't necessarily been seen or heard. Mm. Um, They've been playing a role that's not necessarily them. That's why I asked the question actually, interestingly, is the point around, um, I did a bit of work last week at an event and it was around identity 
And and I think that's that was a huge thing for me in corporate. And Matt, and when I left, I did bereavement counselling actually because I just I just I just don't know who I am. So I've done nineteen years for a business. I'm conformed to beliefs, behaviours, uh, even my thoughts are just just I don't know who I am, what I stand for, and and that's it's very scary. And it's and it's hard to I think that's the thing. Like that's a big challenge as well. People don't want to be honest like you said the the ownership but also with themselves on on the fact of I don't know what I stand for right now and that that's that's alarming for lots of people and it's easier just to not deal, delve into that well as a high performer it's like a real fear of failure comes in for so many it's like why yeah. would I even ever say to anybody that I don't know who I am yeah um, it was my journey for certain I didn't know who I was till I was 45 set my business up then and flew so identity runs through the whole of the flow method because yeah. you're forever, I I say you're ever forever revealing your identity rather than it's something that you're going to step into. It's always there. It's there from when you were born. It's about revealing it and showing it more to the world and really understanding. But personally, the journey for me was huge. Mm. I was like, wow, I've been a people pleaser. Wow, I've been an over deliverer. Wow, I've been like, a, you know, I can't stand up for myself. Wow, I've been like the fixer. I've been, you know, not all the elements. And when you start realizing them. It's kind of like a grief on multiple levels because you're just like, there's a grief of the younger you that kind of didn't know all that stuff. Mm. Mm. I've got a couple of questions actually as well, just to, to round us off because it's fascinating, as I said. What's the um, definition of high performer to you? Uh, of a high performer? Somebody who strives to be a better version of themselves. Mm. Yeah. And where did this, I mean, I heard you just say then about 45 and looking at your identity and everything as well. Where did your, um, I use the word loosely passion because lots of people overuse this word, but where's your drive and ambition come from for working with high performers and doing this work and having the flow? Where's that come from as, as your story? So my background, I worked 20 years in mental health. So my focus was on helping people who were struggling. Um, And I switched it into high performance because I wanted to future pace where people were going rather than look at what what happened in the past. And that's kind of what I did in my own journey. So my drive is always, always about people seeing their own brilliance within themselves, despite anything else. So I did that in the guise of mental well-being for so long and allowed people to see, you know, a small percentage of the people in that space. Now I do it where people see themselves in a whole different version of themselves. And that's, yeah, that's kind of like where I get my massive kicks. Amazing. It's amazing. Where can people connect and find out more about the work you do and what you're doing at the moment? So my company's called High Performance Activator. My website's www.hpactivator.com. Usually I'm on Instagram, Charlotte underscore High Performance Coach. Amazing. Thank you so much for your time. Um, really appreciate it. And um, I, I do absolutely uh, think if, if you're sitting here thinking like, that's me or I need that, then reach out to you because we don't do enough of this work. And, and it, it is the stuff that holds us back, achieving mastery or whatever you want to call it in your business but also more importantly in your life I think it's a rounded thing and uh as much as I say like emotionally try and keep your business separate it we're all like one as well with stuff and it's important to 
to focus on all of it. Um, so thank you so much for your time. You are so welcome. Thanks for having me. I've loved it. If you like today's talk, go ahead and hit subscribe and make sure you commit to one thing when you walk away. I really think this is a gift we can all give ourselves. And if you'd like help in growing your business, hit the show notes and find the direct link to me on WhatsApp. Send me your question and I'll get straight back to you. Thank you for your time.